Hello and welcome back to Challenges and Icons. Today I'm in New York in the Absolute Elix apartment talking to Tom Roberts, Director of Communications and Social Impact for Absolute Elix. Tom is passionate in his belief that brands have a role to play in tackling some of the world's biggest challenges, both through their ability to impact directly and through their ability to raise awareness and drive cultural change through marketing initiatives as well as helping providing 100,000 people with safe water through the partnership between Absolute Elix and Water for People, Tom hopes to prove that doing well in business can and should go hand in hand with doing some good on this planet. So it's with great pleasure that I welcome Tom to Challenges and Icons. Thanks for having me. Um, I thought we'd start off by um, just uh, explaining to people that don't know much about you. Um, an interesting fact that uh, when we did our research, we discovered that you, uh, when you launched Absolute Elix in partnership with Water for People, you actually walked four miles a day carrying five gallons of water with your um, CEO, I think, yeah. for a whole month. That's correct. For it? one week it was. Oh, for one, one week. week. Okay, yeah. one week. Okay. Well, regardless, that's a great achievement and, um, and a, it must have generated a lot of great coverage for you and, um, and uh, linking the brand with the partnership. Regardless of the involvement of the brand, it strikes me from what we've learned about you, you'd have done that kind of thing anyway, it seems to be in your nature. And so my, my first question to you is, is do you think that uh, people and brands um, of the future need this type of personality to make their mark? I think, uh, well, it's an interesting example, um, the walk for water, because you know, I, I, I don't see it as being an especially huge challenge. Um, because when you just look at the facts, it was really, you know, almost two billion people don't have access to water. Mm. Millions, hundreds of millions of those people have to walk four miles a day to get water. So us spending one week in their shoes uh, was, you know, it's, it's nothing remarkable. But I think it was very insightful for us to kind of understand. And so I think in terms of kind of being proactive, it was really about being proactive and, and being informed on, on what the issues are today. Mm. So from that, that perspective, I think you know, the most, you know, mo most important thing for, I think, a, a brand or, uh, to, to be relevant is really about being informed of, of what the issues that are important today. Mm. And then it's a very natural step once you become informed to take action and do something. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a huge action. It can be a small action. Uh, but I think once, once you become informed, you want to take action. Yeah. And that you uh, you can translate into your um, you know your brand aspirations, and uh, we, uh, we 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 understand from what we've read about the brand that uh, Elix is small but has big aspirations. Perhaps you could um, elaborate then on, on on where you see Elix going. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, f I mean, funny in this context around challenges and icons because we're certainly a brand that has an iconic name associated to us, mm -hmm. Absolute Elix. But I think in terms of where we're positioned today in this kind of uh, luxury segment of the market, we're definitely a challenger. And um, it's when you, when you look back over the history of some of the big brands within, with even just taking the vodka space, uh, they've usually been connected to some cultural movement and either played a role in it or been part of it or catalyzed that change. So, you know, Absolute back in the 80s was really connected to 
the artistic movement and self-expression. Mm. Um, and uh, that manifested itself with you know, modern street artists of New York and then uh, also being a huge advocate for gay rights, uh, you know, one of the first brands to really do that. Mm. Um, but then come on like, you know, 20, 30 years later and, and the emergence of, of Grey Goose and a brand that came um, around at about the same time as culture started to shift and it became more about, about me, about showing off, about excess, about mm. showing you've made it. And that was really the right brand to make that happen at the time. And they were a catalyst for that. So when I talk about our ambition for Elix, you know, I think we want to be, we want to be a brand that's an icon that stands for something, and it stands for a cultural movement. And it's a movement that we feel is going to be, you know, a, a huge part of our, our culture today. And that's this sentiment of, um, you know, authenticity of making it cool to care again. Mm. You know, it's not cool to be the guy in the room who's just spent you know, a thousand dollars on a bottle, he doesn't even know what's inside. Yeah. It's, uh, we want to be a proponent of a culture where it's, it's cool to, to really know what you're buying and really uh, buy something that has purpose. Yeah, and, and real value attached yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, the, uh, the nature of luxury and the, all the different manifestations of it that you're talking about. Um, and uh, we're sitting in a wonderful apartment which is the um, absolute Elix apartment, which is a manifestation of the brand in a, in a physical context. Um, it really brings to life um, its values um, and its aesthetics. Uh, lots of flashes of copper, which of course mm -hmm. is inherently linked to the natural distillation of the, of the, of the product and the copper still. So perhaps you could uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, this in the context of new luxury and, uh, and uh, the, the, the other creative and marketing tools that you've got and, um, and the, the type of authenticity and, and uh, that, you th that you want to see your brand connect with a, with a modern type of consumer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a perfect space to be uh, having this discussion. And, um, you know, for us, when we created Elix and we wanted Elix to be a vision of, of, of progressive luxury, mm -hmm. I think we needed to create a fully immersive experience around that. And just, just the vodka and just the bottle, I mean, it's, it's an incredible vodka, but it doesn't fully portray exactly who we are as a brand. So when we created this physical space, I think it really allowed us to express that. And, mm. and when we think of Elix, we want, we want Elix to be uh, about authenticity, about warmth, about playfulness. I mean, mm. we're a vodka, it should be fun. Mm. So I think with, with this space, that's what we really uh, endeavored to create, something that was really warm and inviting. And of course, there is a, another manifestation of it in uh, Los Angeles as well. You have another apartment as well there, and uh, that follows the same style and uh, design and, uh, and, and, and values as well. Yeah, to a degree it does. I mean, I think um, when we were creating these spaces, we wanted to be part of ourselves, but also a reflection of the city that we're in. Mm. You know, we're not a kind of a fixed entity. So the, uh, the house in LA is yeah, it's still, it's, it's warm, it's playful, it's very inviting. It's luxurious, of course, we're a luxury brand, mm. but it's pulling uh, a little inspiration from kind of old school Hollywood and yeah. uh, a lot of the kind of glam that was there. And so it's a little brighter, it's a little more um, kind of tropical and, and maybe even more playful in nature. And I think that's a little bit of the reflection of, of, of LA. And so mm. I think that combination of, of who we are as a brand and who the city is as a, as a personality is really interesting. Yeah, and we were talking before we went on camera about how 
um, the investment in the in, in these apartments, your own space, is a, is a is really a sort of a direct reaction to the sort of the almost the uh, the old ways of doing things where if you needed to have an event you would set something up and it would cost a fortune to do that and then it would just be torn down and, th and thrown away. Yeah. So this is a much more of a sustainable way of kind of connecting the brand experience with your luxury values and authenticity. Yeah and I mean in a sense I mean yeah, we looked back at you know a few of the events that we did and we would always endeavor not just to go in and create a bar and put a sign up and then be done. We'd really want to bring our values to whatever occasion it was, mm. uh, which is, you know, it, it, was, uh, it was an expensive and, and wasteful operation because you build everything up and you break it down and throw it away. Um, but then even more than that, it, was, it would get us halfway there, but it didn't feel like it was fully immersive. So the advantage for us in creating a permanent physical space that we can use time and time again uh, worked on so many levels and I think just for people to walk in here, you know, the impact is, is so big. Yeah. Uh, and for us to be able to utilize these spaces again and again, um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a different model on how to create experience around a, a spirits brand. I, I don't think anyone has really done this before. Yeah. So, so this space, which has got a very, a very um, strong reflection of this raw lux positioning that we see mm. Absolute Elix um, owning, is really at the forefront of reframing um, a luxury brand experience. So clearly you agree because you've built that, um, you've made it happen. But um, can you tell us a little bit more, more about the, the experiences that people may get when they come here and what they may, you know, how that reflects um, the new type of luxury that you see going on? Uh, yeah, of, of course. I mean, I think the first thing is for us, this new luxury is about is about being warm and inviting. You know, I think there is a traditional view that you would go into a space where it's, you know, it's that room in your house that you're too afraid to sit on anything because everything is, is so pristine. pristine. Yeah. And we wanted to create something where it felt like you could just hang out. Mm. And I think that's, uh, you come to an event at the Elix house, I mean, we'll have a copper disco ball on the ceiling spinning around and it'll be fun, it'll be inviting. Mm. Uh, so I, I think it's, it's about being unpretentious and welcoming, and, and, and that's what people can expect. And then, and then all of the details that come with it. Of course, you know, the drinks are exceptional. We work with the best bartenders to make sure every drink experience is amazing, mm. and not just in its taste and its presentation. It mm. should look beautiful. Uh, and then, you know, in terms of the, the food we have at our events, it's not, you know, we're not serving like steaks or giant lamb chops. We're, we're working with, um, we're working with a, a restaurant here in New York that we've been working with for years and they have a relationship with the farmers in upstate New York and they nice. source everything direct and it's all that kind of more like veggie forward food which we see as being a much more progressive view than, than this kind of a, an excessive luxury. Mm. So, I mean, it's certainly got you know, exudes authenticity and warmth and, uh, you know, the flashes of copper everywhere, you know, kind of are, are perfect in terms of, of doing that. And, uh, and you can certainly get the impression that you'd be able to kind of just kick off in here, just relax and just at the same time kind of understand and, and learn and sort of engage with the brand. So um, it very much reflects this idea of authenticity and integrity, which is, I know, something that you want to, how you want to position the absolute Elix brand. Um, so what do you see as the most important quality or influencing factor for today's brand model then? Uh, it's, uh 
This is a good question because I guess it's a lot of, I mean, it can seem like a lot of elements here as well. I mean, we're sitting in this, this space which is seemingly quite um, uh, disconnected from the actual product. But uh, I think when you, when you distill everything down, one of the most important elements for brands a day is purpose. And it's a lot of things that people don't think about. What mm. is your purpose as a brand? Mm. And that should go above and beyond, you know, making whatever product it is that you're making in the best possible way. That's, you know, that's a given. Of course you're doing that. And, you know, for us, our purpose is really about uh, being, you know, a, a vodka of integrity, made the right way, behaving the right way, uh, and uh, being a very kind of welcoming and hospitable um, brand experience yeah having purpose and making an impact I think are yeah. kind of um, truly connected so it's just two years old um, and doing well um, so let's talk about innovation I mean you've just got to market um, there's big pressure in today's kind of world to be you know to talk about speed and innovation and innovation do you think um, that's what's behind success in today's fast-paced and immediate on-demand world yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's, a, of, of course, it's a balance. And uh, yeah, we're kind of two, maybe three years into the US market now. Yeah. And if I look at the first, you know, one, two years, it was not fast paced at all. It was very slow. It was very deliberate and very mm. focused. And I think what hasn't changed about our brand was our values. Uh, but what's changed a lot is our expression of that. Mm. And like any new company or any new brand, you know, your values stay consistent, but your execution of those changes. And you learn, and you, you, we were learning ourselves of what we felt was right. Mm. And uh, I think where speed comes in is when you feel like you have the recipe right, and it's starting to resonate, and you're starting to get traction. I think that's when speed is very important. Mm. But I think, you know, protecting the brand in the beginning to experiment and learn from your mistakes is important as well. Yeah. So it's almost like a two-phase process, mm. I would say. Yeah, I can, I can really understand that. And um, so three years in, um, you're finding your feet, you're creating a huge amount of kind of uh, impact with the kind of the, the, the product, the space we're in, and the way that you're kind of exuding uh, the brand values and uh, the integrity behind the way the product is and, and uh, how it connects with people. So think about the experiences that you've been through. What's the best advice you could give to some startup that may be um, operating today? I, I think it comes back to, to what I mentioned earlier on about knowing your values mm -hmm. and what you want to stand for, thinking about your purpose. Mm. And once you have that established, I think then being, you know, having the freedom to be very flexible in the execution of that. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us can fall in love with an idea an executional idea that doesn't necessarily fit with your purpose or it doesn't fit with you know, the market or it doesn't resonate as well as you'd want. And you have to be able to move on and learn from that very, very quickly in the beginning. Uh, so um, yeah, I think my advice is spend a lot of time thinking about your values and your purpose and keep that mm. as your, your North Star. Mm. But then don't be afraid to experiment and learn in, in how you execute that. Yeah. So understanding your values and your purpose are, are key. We hear this is a, real, uh, a theme which is coming strongly through in terms of the way that you are building the, the brand. And when I look at the world of vodka, where I think you can learn pretty much all kind of like branding and marketing lessons just by understanding that category, 
you feel that this is a differentiating attribute for Elix within that premium luxury sector that will help give you that space to be understood and stand out? Uh, yeah, I really, I really believe so. And uh, I think when you, it comes back to this cultural transition I think we're in right now of, of the, the days of, of kind of bling and excess dying away. And I think for us, we're much more about, as we said, about kind of integrity and authenticity. And our expression of that and our passion as a team 